Hallelujah. We just open our hearts tonight, Lord, to know you, you know the needs that are here. But I thank you, Lord, tonight that for everyone who is willing, everyone who will drink, you will fill them tonight. You will fill us tonight. You will fill us tonight. Let me just lift your hands to the Lord right now. Let's lift our hands to Him. Just be open to Him tonight. Doesn't matter how long you've been a Christian. It's very easy to lose the simplicity of just being in love with Jesus and get all complicated. You know, Paul said, I'm concerned lest having come in love and set you engaged to Christ, that you would beguile, be beguiled like the devil beguiled Eve and just lose the simplicity of what it is just be in love with him and follow him. So Lord, tonight we open our hearts. Lord, tonight we want to be filled with your spirit, filled with your presence, filled with you. We open ourselves here. We thank you tonight. There'll be a flow of your spirit to minister to needs, a flow of your spirit. Lord, tonight with people are burdened, people are struggling, people are weighed down. Lord, tonight let the river of God flow. Let there be a flow of your presence tonight. We just make you welcome tonight. We make you welcome tonight. We make you welcome tonight. We make you welcome in our lives tonight. We open ourselves to you. Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. Well, let's just be seated now. And Sergeant, why don't you come and tell us about the outreach over the weekend in the park? Sounds really wonderful. Yeah, we did an outreach at Kimberley uh, Park there, and uh, it was it was a very interesting one. Like I've been to a lot of a lot of outreaches, but this was the one that was the freest. We, but as soon as we reached there, we just felt a freedom in our spirit. People were approachable. There was no resistance against the gospel. And, you know, everybody in the team came and said, it looks like it's so free. People are just open. And once we started, we opened the, opened the evening. And once people started coming in, particularly there was this lady who came in with her friend. She, she wanted to know more about God and she's been pursuing God, you know, trying to find out more about God. She also had a back problem. And she came into the, into the tent, they sat down, and they started ministering to her, explaining to her about the sacrifice that Jesus had done for, for us and all those things. And then she says, can you pray for my back to be healed? So they got her up, and what the team did is they called the other people who were just, just hanging around to say, come and join us, let's pray for this lady to be healed. And as they prayed for her, this lady got, um, you know, totally slain in the spirit. And she just lay down on the floor. And she was on the floor for half an hour. Totally slain, not, not, you know, and she had come with her friend. So her friend totally freaked out. She said, what's happening with her? What's happening with her? I can see her eyes moving and, and fingers moving, but she's not moving. What's happening with her? So we got an opportunity to actually sit her down and explain things more to her. Then she went out, and then she had other friends sitting out in the, in, the, in the gala. So she went and told them, you know, there's something wacky happening there. And, you know, our friend is on the floor. So they came in, you know, the, the couple came in. So that gave us an opportunity to share the gospel with the couple. And then they sat there watching this lady. They could see that, you know, she was like stoned or she was not here, but she was alive and okay. And then she was on the floor for about half an hour. And then we thought, you know, it's just because the, the people were starting to get, starting to talk to each other. I said, you know, so let's wake her up, you know, let's bring her back. And so we brought her back and then 
Pastor Cecilia started asking to this lady, can you explain what were you experiencing? And this lady says, oh, I felt, you know, there was a light that came from up. It, it just came around me and it was all around me. And I felt so light. I have, I have been on drugs in the past, but this is the highest that I've ever been. You know, I did not find a drug that is more higher than this. And, you know, and then we said, okay, she's asked us, what is this power that you, that, that I felt? So we got a chance to share to her about the Holy Spirit and how he can be a friend with her. And so she said, oh, can I have that? We said, yes. So we did a quick session on the Holy Spirit. We taught her who the Holy Spirit is, how he is our friend and counselor and all those things. And then both Pastor Cecilia and I laid hands over her and we prayed. This is a totally unchurched person. First encounter, totally slain. And then we are praying over her. And as we started praying over her, she, the, the spirit of joy just came upon her. And she just started laughing. I've seen that only in church. This is the first time I'm seeing a totally unchurched person starting to giggle and laugh and laugh and laugh. And she's realizing I'm just, just not normal, you know. And then she would look at us. She cannot control it. She just breaks into laughter again. Just amazing, amazing. Uh, we had lots of healings. Overall, if you look at, at the number of people who were there uh, for the gala, they, at, at a given point of time, there were not more than 200 or 300 people. But we got about 50 people to come through the tent. Seven to eight saved. And, you know... <laughs> we had one girl who came to the tent, got prayed for, but, you know, she had smashed her foot. And she, she just was in severe pain. She had smashed her foot playing league rugby and she had been operated on, but there was, there was no healing. She was still very, very stiff. Her, pain, her leg was hurting and she was limping around. We prayed over her and while we were praying, Chelsea actually saw the foot drop. You know, she saw the foot drop and then she saw the demon leave. And you know, then we said, okay, would you like to move your leg? And she started moving her leg and she goes, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. You know, <laughs> it was very exciting. Very exciting. It's fantastic. Who else was there at the, uh, at the weekend? Anyone else here today that, Shane, where's Shane and Joy? Come on over, Shane, come on over, Jay. Come on, Shane, come on up to Joy. Come on up, come and tell us what happened. What was the best experience for you? Hey, um, I just found it real challenging uh, being there on the weekend. I really enjoyed it, and uh, I loved just knowing that I was doing what I was called to do um, by Jesus. You know, he specifically said for me to go out and share the gospel and tell people about him, and uh, I've just, it's easy sometimes to get caught up in your living of your own life and the things that you're doing all the time, so I just really wanted to step out and just like get out of the box kind of thing and just start getting out there amongst people and um, I learned a lot while I was there. Uh, I learned a lot about things of timing and when I would possibly talk to someone about a gospel message and uh, building relationship with them first or speaking to them first and actually getting to know the person as well. Um, so yeah, I really enjoyed that. It was cool to have some people come through the tent and just be able to give them words of knowledge uh, that really encourage them. You'd see them come in and they would, they would have things on their mind or they'd have things that they'd been thinking about or stressing about or even wondering about and then you'd just see them go away just looking so much lighter and freer um, due to what had been prayed over them and just, um, yeah, it was really cool. Loved it. And I recommend it to everyone because it's what we're meant to be doing anyway. So, yeah. 
Yeah. It's like Pastor Sergeant um, said, it's so free, so open, so many. We're actually thinking the world is going to come to an end. <laughs> they were so troubled by the times and were so open to the gospel because of, because of the times. In fact, several said, you know, do you think it's going to be all happening in 2012? And so it was, it was such a free atmosphere. I think actually the one that impacted me most was perhaps the first man that came in. He'd, um, he'd been in and out of rehab over and over and over again, just so, so down. He'd actually run away from home at 14 and just had such a broken, painful life. But he, um, he came into the tent and he'd, he'd just put himself into rehab every other time he was sent there. But this time he'd put himself in rehab and it was halfway through an eight-week program. But he was at the lowest of the low. It was four weeks in and he was just barely holding himself together. And it was just wonderful. I was with Sharon and uh, she was able to share her testimony. She said, I was on drugs. I was on alcohol. Look at me, you know. I'm totally free. And just the testimonies we pointed out People can change. You don't have to be like that. And he was like a sponge. He drew and drew and drew and riddled with unbelief, but we kept praying for his unbelief. And he didn't want to move, but he knew it was a divine appointment. And we just knew that what we spoke into him was hope and courage, the grace of God. And I believe it was a turning point for him because you just had an opportunity to share the prodigal son's story, what the father's really like and the divine appointment. So that was... You, know, you feel you moved him along on the journey. You didn't get the joy of seeing him saved. But every single person that came into the tent we were able to share the gospel message with. I was. They, every one of them was open to hear it and received it and understood it. Another lady, the last woman, she was actually saved, but she, she was ready to be empowered. She was ready to pick the last picture of the gospel message and know that she could be used to pray for people and heal the sick and, and release the power of God because she'd had a testimony of her own son being totally healed. And she went away so excited to think, yeah, I could do this. And so it was just exciting to have to talk with so many people and see them all just make a step along from where they were. Very good. Very good. Wonderful. Come on, Chelsea. Come and tell us what God did. Uh, what Jesus did. Yeah, you know, everybody that I spoke to and prayed for that day, um, they're with the Lord. They've loved the Lord a long time. So it really felt for me that um, God's doing things in Camberley and we were there to um, encourage and uplift those that he's already planted there. Um, really sharp prophetic words for everybody that we prayed for um, and it was just real encouraging for most of them. That um, girl that was slayed in the spirit, she's actually in the um, drug and rehab, rehab rehabilitation program right now and all our mates that were worried um, you know, they're all, in, all on it with her. So I believe, too, that he was raising her up to, um, you know, do some damage in that place as well. So it was real encouraging. He gave some, the Lord gave some sharp words about Camberley. I believe that's where the revival's going to start. Um, he did give a word, Thessalonians 5.10, about what he's going to do there. Um, both Lenin and I saw clouds of the Spirit over there, and, he, you know, that are just going to rain over that place continually from now on. So it's kind of like, Camberley, watch this space. Very good. Fantastic. They're great. Well, wherever there's trouble, God is always willing to move in and do something. In fact, sometimes it's where the trouble is the greatest, is where you see the best of God moving. And, uh, you know, so we've been hearing stories from Pakistan. Neighbors on the, uh, on the Skype to me from Pakistan this morning and uh, said that, uh, you know, just where that Christian minister had been shot, God's raised up another Christian man and put him in a leadership role that none, no Christian's ever been in before. And uh, there's just a great excitement about what God is doing there. So in spite of all the national tragedy, God is doing things. God is doing things. Amen? 
God is always doing things. We just got to be open and responsive. Well, I want you to open your life to the Lord tonight to touch you. And uh, I want to just share with you something that uh, can be of help for you. And uh, we'll look in Ephesians chapter 5. Look in Ephesians chapter 5. I want to get you filled with the Holy Ghost tonight. And I'd encourage you to open up to get full of the Holy Spirit. You're full of something tonight. Think about that. You see, your heart is a container. And so whatever fills your heart is going to flow out in your life. And it's easily seen. You just look at your countenance. We see the kind of words you speak. Listen to the words you speak. See where you are, what, what you do. It's very easy to tell what is in your heart. You ever notice someone is uptight? When you get around a person who's uptight, what do you feel? Huh? What do you feel? You start to find yourself feeling yourself also uptight because there's something in them is flowing out. You can't see it. There is a flow from their heart which is invading and affecting the atmosphere around them. So whatever's in the person's heart is going to flow out. You ever met someone who was very depressed? You get near them, what do you feel? Well, you feel like there's this heavy cloak and you feel the energy <laughs> sucks out of you. Have you noticed that? You feel drained. And you're not really attracted to people like that because there's something in the atmosphere around them that is just draining energy. Have you been near someone who is deeply rejected or very sorry for themselves? And they've got their dejected look all over them and they're very sorry for themselves. Have you noticed that you can feel it? Have you ever noticed you could feel it? That you can actually, what has filled their heart actually affects their countenance, their body. It affects the whole atmosphere around them. But listen, let me ask you this question. Who chooses what fills your heart? You do. So I wonder what you're filled with tonight. We're called to represent Jesus Christ. We're called to carry His life, carry His presence. Now, I know we're called for a purpose, and God has many things for our lives and things we're called to do and accomplish, and, and uh, we'll share another time on dreams and visions and so on. But I just want to talk to you about, about being filled with the Holy Ghost and carrying His life. Because if we don't carry His life, we don't really represent Him very well, do we? We represent something else. So let's just have a look. I want to read a key scripture here. But more particularly, I want to talk about staying filled with the Holy Ghost. Here it is. And uh, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18. And don't be drunk with wine in which there is unsaved behavior, but rather be filled with the Holy Ghost, filled with the Spirit. So there it is, clear as you get it. Don't get drunk in wine, but be filled with the Holy Ghost. And if you don't get filled with the Holy Ghost, you'll probably want to get drunk with wine. You probably will. So don't be drunk with wine, but rather be filled with the Holy Ghost. The word drunk there is a word from which we, you ever heard a guy called a metho? You ever heard someone a metho? There's someone drinks methylated spirits. They're really kind of at the level. The word there, drunk, is methuo. means to be actually intoxicated with alcohol to the point where you lose your balance, lose your judgment, lose everything. You're just sort of quite loose and, and quite wild. So the Bible says, don't go that, down that route. How many have gone down that route sometime? You know what that route's like. Yeah, there's one or two honest ones. The other not saying anything. And uh, the Bible tells us, be filled with the Spirit of God. Jesus was full of the Holy Ghost. New Testament church started off. It didn't start off with a Bible school. It started off with a prayer meeting where people got filled with the Holy Ghost. In fact, that was how the church started. It was started by men and women who had an encounter and experience with God 
and it opened them to the supernatural. Jesus said in Acts chapter 1 verse 8, and he said, you will receive power from on high. You'll receive the baptism in the Holy Ghost. You will be dipped or immersed into the realm of the Spirit. Now, I can't understand why you wouldn't want to get dipped into the realm of the Spirit, dipped and immersed into the realm of the supernatural, because that's what it is to be a Christian. It's to be connected to the Holy Ghost, connected to the living God, and then immersed into a realm called a supernatural realm of the Spirit. And so the Bible says when Peter preached his first gospel, people said, what do we need to do to be saved? He said, repent, turn away from your sin, get baptized in water, the old life's gone, and then you'll get filled with the Holy Ghost. You'll get immersed in a realm of the Spirit. Now, people downplay it, but I don't know how you can downplay the gift God gave. Jesus said, I'm not going to leave you on your own. I'm not going to abandon you. There is, I'm going to leave you a person. He didn't just leave us a Bible or a book. He left us a person, a person called the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit wants to get hold of you. Holy Spirit wants to fill you. And when the Holy Spirit fills you and you start to get on fire on the inside, I tell you, your life is a bit different to everyone around you. Your life every day is different to the people around you. You've got something you're carrying for people. Now, I believe we need to meditate in the Word and read the Word of God, but tonight I want to get you full of the Holy Ghost. And you decide what you're going to be full of. In the New Testament, in Acts chapter 1, Jesus promised, I'll fill you with the Spirit. And then in Acts chapter 2, they were in prayer. Now notice, they were praying. They were actually seeking for something. If you want to be filled with the Holy Ghost, you've got to desire and want Him. See, you're going to follow what you desire. So if you desire just to meet with the boys, I guess that's where you'll end up, just where you wanted to go. And of course, you could get in a lot of trouble. But if you desire to be filled with God, then you have to do something. And so the Bible tells us in Acts chapter one and Acts chapter 2, the people spent time in prayer. They didn't know what they were going to get. They had no idea what it would be to be filled with the Holy Ghost. They had no idea what that experience would look like. They had no idea what it was to have the Spirit of God come upon them and then fill them. What they did know was that in the Old Testament, there were men right through the Old Testament that the Spirit of God came on them. Gideon was a fearful man, and the Spirit of God clothed him and came on him, and he changed as a result of the influence of the Holy Spirit. His mentality changed. His thinking changed. Where he was timid and fearful, he started to become a bold person able to lead a nation into victory. There's another man called Othniel. He was Caleb's grandchild. And uh, this man here was an ordinary man, but God clothed him. The Spirit of God came on him. And when the Holy Ghost came on him, he was a different person. You and I need the Holy Ghost to come on us. It's not a different Holy Spirit to what they had. This is the same Holy Spirit that you read of in the Old Testament, you read of in Jesus' life, you read of it in the New Testament, the book of Acts. Same Holy Ghost coming on you. But you see, when was the last time you had the Holy Spirit come on you? When was the last time you stood and felt the presence of God come upon you to the point where you began to really enjoy Him and were conscious of Him and started to let go of being conscious of all the things around you? When was the last time you had the Holy Ghost fill you 
and you just love to be in His presence, and you could feel the joy there. When was the last time you actually encountered God, and then there came a flow of God speaking to you, and your heart become alive and charged because you're connected to heaven? How easy it is to lose that flow of the Spirit of God. Tonight, I want to reconnect you. I want you to get connected, filled with the Holy Ghost. It's fun to be filled with the Holy Ghost. So don't be drunk with wine, but be filled with the Holy Ghost. So how do we get filled up with the Holy Ghost? Some of you look so serious. You look far too serious. So if you get full of the Holy Ghost, He's going to affect you. I'll share with you some simple keys how you can get full of the Spirit. And not only get full of the Holy Ghost, but stay full of the Holy Ghost. You see? You're going to be full of something. So if you're full, how many are full of worry today? Come here today, you're full of worries. You've got some worries around you. Well, some of you have. Some of you, that's right. You've got some worries. Good on you. You're being honest. You need to learn how to get rid of it and get full of something else, full of the joy of the Lord. So I'll share with you some very simple keys. But the thing is, you'll have to choose whether you'll apply the keys. So first thing is, you need to get baptized in the Spirit. If you want to get full of the Holy Ghost, you need to enter in. And the Bible tells us the baptism in the Spirit is an entrance. It's a gateway and a doorway into the supernatural realm. It's a realm of living, walking, flowing in the Holy Spirit. How do you get filled with the Holy Ghost? Very simple. Jesus spoke in Mark chapter 11, verse 24. He said, whatsoever things you desire when you pray, you need to want to be filled with the Holy Ghost. When was the last time you stood up and said, Holy Ghost, I want you to come and fill me today. When was the last time you had real desire? When was the last time when you went down and bought an ice cream, a hokey-pokey ice cream? I really want a hokey-pokey ice cream today. I mean, what was it you really desire? See, what you really want. See, some of us haven't had enough of God to really want enough. But I tell you, there's so much more. I want Him. I'm hungry for Him. I long for Him. You need to long for Him. There's much, much more for you to have. So in Mark chapter 11, Jesus said, whatsoever things you desire. Number one, you must first hunger, want. You must want God to fill you. You must want the Spirit of God to come into your life. Number two, he says, when you pray, you've got to ask. You've got to actually open up and begin to start to talk to him and expect something to happen. Whatsoever things you desire when you pray, come to him. God, I want to be filled today. I want the Holy Ghost to fill my life. They need to come. And third thing, when you ask, believe you receive. There needs to be an attitude of faith, expectation. Now, if you've got a lot of rejection in your life and you're full of rejection, Usually people are full of rejection think like this. Well, I guess God will do this for someone else. He won't do it for me. Well, if you are full of rejection and not full of faith, you won't find the flows of God come very easily. God comes with his faith. Man, I want you to know I want something from you tonight. I want something, Holy Ghost. How many of you want something from God tonight? Hungry for God. Hungry to live in the flow of the Spirit. Man, I'm oh mad. I want that flow of the Spirit. Say, whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, believe you receive them, you receive them. So you've actually got to open yourself to yield. Now, here's the key thing. What you yield to, you'll become full of. So I can remember before I got saved, I used to go down and yield to wine. Man, I used to yield or have one drink and then have another drink. And another. Actually, notice something, that when you go to a pub, you never get drunk until you decide you'll have a drink. 
Because that's pretty obvious, isn't it, eh? You've actually got to buy the drink and start drinking. You know what I'm saying here, don't you? You're onto it. I can see that. You're starting to think about it already. <laughs> Fill a Holy Ghost, right? You see, you're starting to get full of the Spirit in a moment. But you notice this. You've actually got to buy the drink. And secondly, you can buy it, but if you don't drink it, you're not going to get drunk. You just got to drink. Now, you can come into church and the Holy Ghost can be moving. You can come in and the drink's on the counter and you don't even get a bit. You walk home totally sober. What was that all about? He broke my eye. You know, because of a negative attitude, you don't drink in. See, actually, we have to make a decision. You got to drink wrong with wine. You got to not only have one glass, you got to keep drinking it. You see, some of you know what I'm talking about because you've been there and done that. Now, you don't know about that, do you? <laughs> But think about it. I was just, don't be drunk with wine, be drunk with the Holy Spirit, be filled with the Holy Ghost. So you've actually got to reach out, take the drink, and drink one, and then drink another, and then drink another, until after a while, you begin to find you are under the influence of something you have taken in. And when you start to feel under the influence of alcohol, you start to loosen up. You do things and see things you'd never seen before and do things you'd never done before and say things you'd never done before and then the next day you wake up and you're a mess. So it's not a good thing at all to drink alcohol. That's why the Bible says you don't need to do that. What you need is to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Pubs are full of people who are unhappy. I can remember going around. We went to a meal one night and we had a group of guys, a couple with us and and I went past and I hear this music was pumping in this pub and uh, it was just rocking. I mean, it was really, really rocking. I felt I got to go and have a look. So we went and had a look and sure, man, it was rocking. They had a DJ there and they had the band was all going. And, and then and I, when we stepped in there, it was just at the right moment when all the staff, you know, would all leap up on the bars and they'd begin to do their dance, which they did on the hour. And uh, I thought, whoa, whoa, I haven't seen this in a while. This is great. And, uh, and there's all the people there enjoying it there. And I thought, you know what? I bet there's some backslidden Christian in here. There's got to be one in here. And so I looked around. I said, you watch, there'll be a backslidden Christian here. If you're backslidden, you've got to be drunk with wine because you can't, you're not being filled with the Holy Ghost anymore. You're full of yourself, full of problems, full of anxieties, full of worries. Instead of learning how to get full of the Holy Spirit. And so sure enough, I found this guy. There he was. And he was, he'd gonna, I thought, I know you. You're from our church. And uh, so I waited till he went up the bar and he ordered a whole heap of drinks. Now, he had, I mean, I'm talking a whole heap of them. He had, he was buying for the table. So I just went up, stood behind him and, uh, and, uh, and waited for him a little till he got his drinks, paid the money and got the drinks. And uh, then uh, I didn't look at the girl dancing on the counter. I thought, this is too much. Then I talked to the guy and I waited to the guy and I tapped him on the shoulder as he turned around, arms full of drinks. I said, how you doing? Good to see you again. And he looked at me, nearly dropped all the drinks. And he said, what are you doing here? I said, I've come to see you. I've come to meet with you and talk with you. What are you doing here? You don't belong here. And so he had his back to the bar and a handful of drinks, and I'm there on the other side. So it was a great chance to have a talk and to talk to him. And I said, what's going on in your life? What's happening? And then he just started to open up his heart, open up his life. And of course, there's tremendous pain. And instead of coming to the Lord and getting filled with the Spirit of God, letting God help him with the problem, what he had done was just drinking to drown the problem. Everyone will find some things to substitute for the pain, but God wants to be the solution, wants to be the comforter. 
be filled with the Holy Ghost, filled with the Holy Ghost. So anyway, I invited him to church the next day, and he came the next day, and we saw him back in church. I got so excited, we went round and did a pub crawl that night, went to every pub in Napier. Went in every, and you know what? Every place we went, we found a backslidden Christian who needed Jesus and needed to get full of the Holy Spirit. It was great. We had a wonderful time. Haven't done a pub crawl for ages like that one. See, but see, people need something to deal with the pain and issues of life. Life is very painful. We just went to a coffee bar just yesterday and uh, Friday, whenever it was, and the lady said, uh, oh, can I talk to you? Because the lady who owns the, the place, and she started talking. We're at the counter, and she's crying and pouring her eyes out, pouring out her heart. She's in pain. People are in pain, so they drink or they do whatever they can to fill the pain. But there's a God who loves us and wants us to be filled with the Holy Ghost. So no matter what you're facing, you can enjoy Him. So getting filled with the Spirit. First thing is, is to open up your life, get baptized in the Spirit, and get the wonderful gift called the gift of tongues. I want to share with you just some simple keys how you can get filled with the Spirit again and again and again. How you can stay filled with the Holy Ghost. Otherwise, people start off well, and they start off really happy, and then they lose it. They actually lose it really. You know why they lose it? I tell you, it's so simple. They lose it because they don't know how to keep them. It's as simple as that. And they lose them because they drink something else. Drink the cup of wine. Where's the Holy Ghost gone? I don't know. Uh, or they drink the wine of anxiety or fears and worries or troubles. You choose what you're going to drink. Jesus said, if you're thirsty, if you long for something that'll fill you up, come to me. I'll fill you up. I'll fill you up. I got something to give you. It'll never run out. That's what you need is that Holy Ghost. Isn't that right? Come on over here. You, looks like you girls, all three of you, come on, out of there. Come out of there and just lift your hands up. Holy Ghost is about to come on. See, I can feel myself getting more and more full of the Holy Ghost now. More and more full of the Holy Ghost. Now, there is. Just reach up. Now, just start to drink. Holy Ghost, I'm receiving of you right now. I'm receiving of you right now. More, 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 more. That's right. Just drink like you're having a good drink. Opening your inner person. I'm receiving more of the Holy Ghost. Oh, look at that. She can't even stand up. That's right. You see, let the worries go and take that drink of the Holy Ghost. Oh, Jesus said, if you're thirsty, drink from it. Here it is. Baby and all. Holy Ghost. There we are. Holy Ghost. Fill her too. Holy Ghost. You see, it's so easy, isn't it? There must be some others there. You look like you're about ready to get filled with the Holy Ghost too, don't you? And you come on, just stand up. Fill the Lord right now. Fill her. Come on, just lift your hands up, the Lord. Now, come on. You're either going to be filled with embarrassment or filled with the Holy Ghost. Which are you going to be? <laughs> be filled with the Holy Ghost. Now, just yield to Him, see? See, the first thing is thirst. Then I've got to learn to yield because what you yield to, set your mind on, what you give yourself to is what you get filled with. If you give yourself to wine, you get filled with wine. You give yourself to worrying, you get full of worry. Give yourself to the Holy Spirit. Say, so begin to lift your hands to Him. Close your eyes. That's right. Don't worry about what anyone else is doing. That's right. Now, just give yourself to Him. Lord, I just yield to you. <laughs> Holy Spirit, come and fill me. Fill me. Oh, that's right. Oh, my God. That's right. Oh, my God. Holy Ghost, fill me. I want a double dose filled. That's it. Come on, there you go. Hey, more. Now, don't switch off. Just stay in the place of keeping being filled. Keeping being filled. It's very easy 
in your soul to just get self-conscious, switch off, and then not, and just lose it. Isn't that right, Amanda? Come on, why don't you stand up and just get full of the Holy Ghost? There we go. Just stand up. Now, don't even come up the front. Just where you are. Lift your hands. <laughs> Holy Spirit, come and fill her tonight. Come and fill her. The Spirit of God. Come and fill her. That's right. Just drink and receive. Receive, receive. Now, come on, just get full of the Holy Ghost. Just stand up. Lift your hands to the Lord. That's right. Lord, I'm just drinking in. All I can, I'm just receiving you. I give myself to you tonight. I'm just receiving all I have. It's fun, isn't it, eh? Holy Spirit. Now, young people, you're called to carry that joy in that life. You, got, you know, it's a life to carry. <laughs> Come on, we get him up. Batter up. That's right. Come on, that's a good one. Pop him up. See if he can stand up there. <laughs> and David, you're going to stand up too? You're going to try? Come on, that's right. David's a great young guy. Just lift your hands up. Now, Holy Ghost, just come and fill me. Spirit of the Lord, come and fill me. That's it. That's right. Just come on. Come on, just yield to him. Let go. Now, see, that's right. And if you feel like laughing, just let go. That's it. There we go. Look at that. See? Drunk. <laughs> fill him, Lord. See? Fill the Holy Spirit. It's really good. Now, once you just lay hands on Anna, watch Anna get filled with the Holy Ghost too. Come on, just give what you have away. Come on, give what you have away. Come on, why don't you just don't laugh at someone else? You come on up and get filled with the Holy Ghost too. Come on, come on, just lift, come up. That's right. Just lift your hands up. Lift your hands up. Come, come and just fill me right now. That's right. Now let go. Let go. Let go. Let go. That's right. <laughs> See, you yield to something. Just as you yield to the Spirit, then you get filled with the Spirit. Is that right, Anna? What's happened to you? Anna looks like she's about to fall out of a seat. <sighs> Give her more, Lord, right now. There you are. No, let her fall. Let her fall. Don't worry about her, sir. Yielding. What you yield to is what will run your life. <laughs> I'll just give you the keys before I just lose it completely. I did say, I give you a few. <laughs> Holy Ghost. Of course, the trouble is some people just get so stressed by all of this. But, you know, I'd rather be happy than serious, to tell the truth. I'd rather be. <laughs> I can remember when Sarjan and I, I've got to show those clips sometime. When Sarjan and I went to Australia, we went to this church and they asked us for three nights. We went in. And the first night, oh my goodness, I, I got my video camera out and I had a phone, I went around like that and everyone's as serious as can be. I looked at Sarge. <laughs> he was trying so hard to be free. <laughs> he was the only free person in the place. Then we did two nights of deliverance. Then we took a, a video clip on the last night. And the last night, you cannot believe the difference. They are just wild. They're all over the place. But Sergeant and I were up every night just laughing and laughing and laughing at what God is doing. Being filled with the Holy Ghost. Filled with the Holy Ghost. Filled with the Holy Ghost. And you have to learn to yield. So I'll give you a few simple keys how to get filled with the Holy Ghost. <laughs> If it was complicated, then you'd have to go to Bible school to learn this. 
<laughs> Holy Ghost. Okay, here's, here's a great way to get full of the Holy Ghost. Come on, Corinthians 14. Pray in tongues. Can you pray in tongues? Or am I too late? Too late, she said. <laughs> but when you pray in tongues, you get full of the Holy Ghost. Because when you pray in tongues, your spirit is praying, the Bible says. And when you pray in tongues, the Holy Spirit is giving you the language. So when you're praying in tongues, your spirit is praying, your spirit is beginning to flow. And the Bible says you build yourself. So your what part are you building? Your spirit is expanding and becoming energized with God. Now that's a great thing, isn't it? Now I think I'd like to hear you praying in tongues. <laughs> I get you full of the Holy Ghost. I just want to show you that it'll work. See, now what I was doing over there was showing you what you yield to, you get filled with. And I was just encouraging you to just yield to the Spirit of God. Just let go. Let go control. It's your brother. That's why you're laughing. Could be you. <laughs> Give him more, Lord, more. That's it, more, more. So pray, pray for your brother next to you. There you go. Holy Ghost, come on him right now. Fill them right now. All right, we're ready. So now yielding. Now, spiritual influences come around our life. You can yield to heaviness and become heavy. You can yield to all kinds of things. But if I were to consciously just yield to the Holy Ghost, and Romans 6, it says, present yourself. Come and fill me. And just begin to yield. Learn to yield. Now, what I did was very simple. I would just stand behind by a bed because there was no catcher in the bedroom. And so I'd just stand by the bed. Like this, a nice a yield, and just practice yielding. That means letting go control. Just starting to yield and let the Holy Spirit come around me. And then I'd fall over. I thought, oh, that wasn't bad. And then I'd find it was hard to get up. So I'd get, struggle up again. Holy Ghost, I yield to you. Come and fill me. I feel myself, oh, oh, and over. Splat. See, now notice, you yield to depression, you yield to anxiety, you yield to sin, you yield to fear, you yield to worry, you yield to all these things. And the Bible says not to yield to those, but to yield and drink the Holy Ghost. So we've got to practice every day. You just learn how to yield the Holy Spirit. And another way of getting filled with the Spirit, this is the second way now, is praying in tongues. You got it down there? Praying in tongues. Okay, here we go. Come on over here. That's right. You might like to get behind him because he'll get filled with the Holy Ghost in a moment. Okay, now what I want you to do is just close your eyes because if you keep them open, you'll think of everyone here looking at you and it'll get you all, you know, tense. <laughs> now what I want you to do is pray in tongues. Oh, that's right. Come on, stronger now. <laughs> Are you getting full of the Holy Ghost? That's right. Come on, just keep praying like you're getting drunk. <laughs> See, you're filling up with the Holy Spirit. See, as you pray in tongues, you're getting full of the Holy Ghost, full of the joy. <laughs> Try it again. This time, this time is it. You ready? Count of three. Just really pray as strong as you can. Really? One, two, three. Call <laughs> So there it is. One, learn to yield. Practice yielding your body, yielding your soul, yielding your thoughts to the Holy Spirit. Two, practice praying in tongues very strongly. <laughs> You're starting to get full of the Holy Ghost too, are you? I think you are. I'm trying to write it all down. 
it's just once you learn to do it, then you don't have to write it. <laughs> it's nice to write it all down, but there it is, you know, and it's just another message. See, now you'll never forget when you prayed in tongues, you got full of the Holy Ghost. So when you go home, practice doing it again. Stand by your bed, because I don't think your wife will catch you. Just stand by your bed, and there you are. Lift your hand. Holy Ghost, I'm yielding to you. There it is. We'll just try it one more time to see if it works again. You ready? Stand up again. Now just imagine you're at home there, and uh, it's not, and that's your wife behind you. There it is. <laughs> or a nice, comfortable bed. There it is. Sergeant can be the nice, comfortable bed. Now I want you just to... Just lift your hands up. Holy Ghost, I yield to you. Oh, Come on, let go, let go. Come on, man, let go. There you go. He'll be drunken out to it now. See, the Holy Spirit's a person. You've got to have fun with him and enjoy him and get full of the Spirit and let go control. What you yield to will fill you up. <laughs> I can hardly see. I've written so small. There we go. I'll give you a few other things. There's lots of things you can get filled with the Spirit. Dear Lord Jesus. Well, see, another way is to set your mind on the things of the Spirit. In Romans 8, verse 5, it says, if you set your mind on the flesh, it's death. You set your mind on the spirit, then it's life. So in other words, you choose what you focus on. So you can choose to focus on the spirit of God. You can begin to med meditate on the presence of almighty God inside me. Thank you, Holy Ghost. You are in me, in the charge of every part of me. Oh, I can feel the spirit of God filling me right now. Oh, we need to get someone to practice that one on too get someone there. Well, Shane, you'll do again. Come on. You can bring him. Okay, bring him up with you. There you go. Come on. Come on, guys. Both of you come up. Both come up. Both. Come on. Oh, come on. All of you come up. Yeah, three. Bring him too. He needs to get full of the Holy Ghost. He's slough. Isn't that right, Sergeant? He needs to get full of the Holy Ghost. David, there we go. Okay, this is what I want you to do. You ready? I'm going to try all three things this time. All three things. I'll just give them to you one again. Number one, you've got to yield. So you make a conscious decision that you're going to let go and surrender, controlling your thoughts, controlling your body, controlling everything. You're going to let go control. Are we ready? You're going to do that. That's number one. Number two, you're going to pray in tongues. See? And number three, you're going to focus your thoughts on the Spirit of God coming up like a great fountain inside you, just filling you with great joy. Oh, holy Ghost. You ready? I haven't started yet. God, he's drunk already. <laughs> we haven't started yet. You're just thinking about it's enough to get you going. We're ready now. Yield, focus your thinking, pray in tongues. Ready? One, two, three. <laughs> that's it, that's it. Come on now. Now get praying in tongues. Praying in the Yield to the Holy Spirit. Full. Holy Ghost, come, come, that's right. Holy Ghost, come on. So there's, listen, here's another way you can fill the Holy Spirit. See, so if you focus on, on things that worry you, your spirit will close down and your soul will take over. 
So setting our mind to think upon the Word of God, upon the presence of God, that helps us get filled with the Holy Ghost. In fact, you've only got to stop for a moment and you can get full of the Holy Spirit. Holy Ghost. Fill her right now. Thank you, Lord. You've only got to stop for a moment during the day. Fix your thoughts that God is with me. Push the other thoughts out. God is with me. You begin to praise Him and thank Him. Well, there we go. The more you have, the more you get. Praise the Lord. Well, it's good that He... It's worse. He'll be a better son being full of the Holy Ghost. That's what He really needs, a lot more being filled with the Holy Ghost. So you can practice the presence of God just while you're driving. Don't close your eyes, of course. But just conscious God is with me. You know, you, you can close your eyes at the stoplight, I guess. I closed my eyes at the, when the train went by one time. Now, I regretted that because I fell asleep. <laughs> there I was with people tooting, and I'm asleep in the middle of the road, and the road ahead is clear, and the train's gone. <laughs> so I tend not to close my eyes at the lights now. Doesn't work too well for me. So you just concentrate. So the thing is, what we yield to, what we focus our thoughts on, praying in the tongues, all of these things open us to the Spirit of God. And so another thing that'll get a flow going is if you rejoice. The Bible says rejoice. And the Bible says rejoice in the Lord always. Now, I don't know if you've got that version of your Bible. Philippians chapter 4, rejoice in the Lord always. So how often is always? Oh, when I feel like it. That's not going to work. See, so rejoicing and celebrating actually works. There's an openness to the Spirit of God comes when you rejoice. So oh, it says rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. You notice in Ephesians uh, chapter 5 and verse 18 it says, Don't be drunk with wine, be filled with the Holy Ghost. And then it talks about singing and speaking and rejoicing and being grateful. See? You've got to learn. Now, the thing is, you've got to let go. Some of you are so uptight. You'll learn to let go. That's why they have bright, loud music and lights all flashing and people got to drink alcohol because they can't let go. But I can just let go in a moment. Oh, holy ghost! And I'm just there straight away. You can let go. Why don't you just learn to let go and rejoice? You know, when we have a song and you just clap half-heartedly, how can you get filled with the Spirit clap half clapping half-heartedly? just you've got to yield so yielding is what opens a way for the walls in your life to break down and the spirit of god to flow most of us the reason the spirit of god doesn't flow in our life we don't get filled is because we let our soul get filled with all kinds of things our mind gets filled with all kinds of things we have unresolved emotions or we harbor bad attitudes in our heart here's another way this is on the negative side get your soul free of blocks See, the Bible says in Ephesians 4, verse 30, it says, don't grieve the Spirit. So when we hold bad attitudes, we grieve and stop the flow of the Spirit of God. So it helps to quickly put things right. You're going to have be filled with the Spirit of God. The Spirit is a person. We want to be filled with Him. We want anything that would grieve Him to be removed from our life. So if you've got things that are not right, attitudes or unforgiveness or anger, resentment, those kind of things. You need to repent of them really quickly. Keep your inner man free. 
keep free, keep free, keep free. And then you can flow in the Holy Ghost. And then you can dance and rejoice. Yeah, what are you looking at? I went that way. Where's he? Oh, there he is over there. We should pray for him too. Why don't you go pray for him? Go and pray for him. Go and pray for him. You see, you're, are you filled of the Holy Ghost? Well, just check. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Come back here. Come on, let's do it again. Number one, yield. Number two, focus your thoughts. Number three, pray in tongues and rejoice and celebrate, okay? So we're just going to get you full of the Holy Ghost first. And then when you're full of the Holy Ghost, you can pray and minister to Him. Ready? There we go. That's it. You didn't even pray in tongues. Okay. That's it. Now, you see what you got in there? A lot of joy. There's a heap of joy in there. Okay, now come and see if we can make this Indian happy. Come on. Here we go. Come on, Sergeant. Come on up here. Come on, stand there. <laughs> Come on, Sergeant. Come on, Sergeant. <laughs> That's right. Get him full of the Holy Ghost. Full of the Holy Ghost. That's right, Sergeant. Don't fight it. Come on, give in. <laughs> That's right. That's a, he's all over the place. Whoosh, Holy Ghost, come and fill him. Fill, fill, fill. Now, on the good turn. Now, how are you doing over there? Get filled with the Holy Spirit? You get the keys, how to get filled and stay filled? I'll give them to you again for the personal lesson. Number one. <laughs> you got to yield. That means you get, if the Holy Ghost wanting you to laugh, just laugh. If he wants you to cry, just cry. If he wants you to rejoice, good, you've done both. <laughs> okay, so learn to yield. Learn to let go and flow with him, see? See, second thing is, say, give yourself, in other words. If you're going to jump, jump as high as you can. going to clap, clap as loud as you can. going to sing, sing your heart out. See, there you go. You got it. going to play something. Well, then they play it boldly and strongly. So, so yield to pray in tongues. <laughs> uh, third one, get focused. <laughs> focus your thoughts on his presence in you and with you. Focus on his goodness. Focus on him. And sure enough, he'll begin to flow. It's quite simple to do. We're ready? Come on, come up and try again. Ready? Come on, you're a great man. You'll try again. Oh, that's it. There we are. Are you ready? You're right. I've got a hold of him now. Come on now. Just focus your thoughts. Holy Ghost is in me, filling me. Now I let go. Now sometimes you get blocks, of course. You have other things come into your mind. So you just got to push them consciously away. And now I begin just praying to them. It's contagious. Carrying the presence of God is contagious. Now imagine everywhere you are. Imagine going to school and you're laughing. People say, why are you laughing? What have you been drinking? Oh, wouldn't you like some? <laughs> I got some for you too. Here we go. So we're called to carry the life of God. Be a joyful people. Daniel, come on, old Daniel. Come on, here we go. And as you just slow, stop there. Stop there. Now I just want you to think about this. I want you to think. I want you to have some faith. You got some faith? I want you to believe that by the time you get to me, every step you take, you're going to get fuller and fuller and fuller with the Holy Ghost. So by the time you get to me, you'll be plastered. Come on, are we ready? Okay, ready. Just take one step at a time. Don't run. Thank you, Lord. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, filling me. <laughs> filling me, that's right. And so come on, you go to the Holy Ghost. There you go. There you go. Now fall.
okay? Oh. <laughs> Holy Ghost. Touch him, Lord. Come upon him in power. To your mighty power. That's right, let go. Let go. You're wearing too much. <laughs> Holy Spirit, come and fill him. Let your presence and joy just fill his life today. <laughs> That's right. Just keep focused on him. There you are. Holy Ghost, fill him, fill him. Hey, you feel the presence of God around you now. Great stuff. So there it is. Yield. Focus your thoughts so you begin to meditate on His presence being with you. And pray in tongues and rejoice. So very, very simple keys. Last one, keep short accounts. Okay, who's getting water baptized this week? Anyone else? All the people getting water baptized, come on over here right now. Then we'll finish up. It's time to finish up. Come on now. Come on up. All the people getting, David's getting baptized, getting water baptized. That's great. Come on, kids. Come on up here. That's the way. That's right. That's the one. Okay. Just leave him. If you can't if you can't walk, just leave him. Just lift your hands to the Lord right now. I'm going to pray for the Holy Ghost to come on you. Then anyone else tonight, you want to just come up and just open your life for the Spirit of God to touch you. Now, remember what we said? Very simple. Close your eyes. Don't look at anyone else. Close your eyes. That's right. <laughs> now, just begin to yield. Holy Ghost, I let go. Lord, fill me right now. I just yet go to you. I yield to you. Oh. He's with you. He's filling you right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Holy Ghost, come. That's it. <laughs> Don't look around. That's it. <laughs> Take away the fear right now, Lord. <laughs> Power of God, come on alive right now. <laughs> Power of God, come on him right now. So this is good. There you go. All right, then. Well, come on, we'll get the musicians up again. And Where are the musicians? Where's the musicians? Can we pray for all the musicians, shall we? Get them up the front here. We pray for the musicians. Then if others want to get filled with the Holy Spirit, just remember the simple keys. They're very simple. I must make a decision. I'm going to reach out and hunger to the Lord. I'm going to yield to Him. I'm going to pray in tongues and fix my mind on Him, remove the blocks, and I'm going to just rejoice in Him. Let Him do the filling. That's right. Where, who are, where are the other magicians? Musicians, sorry. Musicians. <laughs> okay. One, two. That's all we got left. There's another one. There's another one. Anna. You're in the music team, aren't you? Oh, that's all right for Emma. Sure. Okay, just lift your hands to the Lord right now. Holy Spirit, come. Just reach out. Go, Holy Spirit, come and fill me right now. Consciously, just let go. Let go. Let go. Let go. Begin to drink at the presence of God. Just can't stand up. Power touch him right now. Thank you, Lord. Power touch him right now. Thank you, Lord. Well, there we go. And there's beautiful Anna. There you go. Now you need to get full of the Holy Ghost. Come on. Get loosened up. Loosen up. Loosen up. Fill up. Fill it, Lord. Fill it with joy and laughter and gladness. <laughs> Holy Ghost, come and touch your Lord right now. Come and touch you right now. There we go. Well, well, now you see, it wasn't so hard. 
in an environment like this really easy. So what we'll do is just get the magicians up to celebrate and worship. And then we'll just, if anyone wants to get filled with the Holy Spirit, why don't you come up here? We'll just, we will help you. We'll also lay hands on you. But perhaps for some tonight, you just need to really break out and get free just to dance, celebrate, enjoy God. It's not a deep, heavy meeting tonight. It's just very light. So light, it could be called superficial. But actually, being filled with the Spirit is very deep. It's something we all need to be. We're ready? You're right, musicians. Did I say musicians? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about magicians and I got that wrong because they're musicians holy guys we just love you tonight come you didn't come up how come we didn't get to pray for you holy guys come and touch him that's right okay I'm free are we ready come on let's just flow into that song I'm free and you may not feel very free, but why not just make it a declaration tonight? And if you'd like to come up, we'll just pray with you that the Spirit of God will come on you and touch you. And you just enjoy the presence of God. We've got one or two people can lay hands and help us with the praying. Just come on up. Let's just yield to the Holy Spirit tonight. And let's become free, free, free. Come on now. Don't be uptight. I need some people to come along, lay hands, and release the joy of the Lord. You go pray for some people. Come on.
Praise the Lord. Father, we thank you tonight for your presence here. Help us to just stay in the flow of your spirit continually, day by day. So not be just something happens in a meeting. But Lord, we learn how to live in the presence of God, practicing your presence, living in the life, the love, the joy, the presence of the Spirit of God. We thank you, Lord, it's your plan, your will, your desire. We be filled continually with the Holy Ghost. Help us to learn how to live that way instead of being up and down, week about, week on, week off. Father, help us to learn to live in the life flow that you have given to us. Lord, help us to put into practice those simple keys. Come on, let's just one more time. Let's see you dancing, rejoicing, celebrating in the Holy Ghost. get home, you get in your bedroom, same Holy Ghost who was here tonight will be there when you get to your bedroom because you carry him with you. So put your legs up against the bed, lift your hands up, 
Holy Ghost, come and fill me. Going to yield brand tongues. Focus your attention on me and begin to receive from him and just have a wonderful, wonderful night. Every day when you get up, get filled with the Holy Ghost. Enjoy expressing the life of God. Okay. Dance away, Mr. Don't stop the party. Let's just do that one again. <laughs>
great night. See you back here tomorrow at 5 o'clock in the morning.